maybe it's because I'm a Londoner That I love London so Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner That I think of her wherever I go I get a funny feeling inside of me Just walking up and down Maybe it's because I'm a Londoner That I love London town Hello, this is Linda with English Puzzle Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that introduction just now. It's an odd song. It's a Cockney song, so the language is maybe a little harder to understand. And it was written in around 1947, so quite an old song. But it's about London. And today's podcast is about London. It's the story of London. London, the capital of England, capital of Great Britain, once the biggest city in the world. Today, just one of the biggest cities in Europe. Yet if London is no longer one of the biggest cities in the world, it remains one of the most important and one of the most fascinating. In 1843, London really was very different was very different from any other city. It was much bigger than any other city and it was the capital of the most industrialised nation in the world. It was already a city with a long history, of course. London had become the British capital in Roman times. But since then, it had been built and destroyed and rebuilt so many times that there were few traces left of the capital city of Roman Britain, except deep below the ground. Today, the oldest buildings in London include the Tower of London and Westminster Abbey, which are almost a thousand years old. Though the Tower was always a part of London, Westminster Abbey was once over a mile from the capital city. For centuries, London just covered the area corresponding more or less to the Roman city. Today, this part of London is still called the City of London and is the heart of the bigger London. Until recently, the city was home to hundreds of thousands of people, but today its population is actually well less than 10,000. Today the city is the heart of London's financial district, full of bankers and businessmen by day, almost deserted by night. Back in the Middle Ages, the city was already becoming too small. In the 11th century, monks built a big new abbey at Westminster, and King Knut began to build a palace beside it. King Ethelred, his successor, then decided to move his court from the city of Winchester to the Palace of Westminster. Westminster has been the seat of the English, then British, Parliament ever since, and London has been the capital city. While the Parliament was established in Westminster, the city's growing population kept spreading to other villages all around. Today, Westminster, which contains Buckingham Palace, Parliament, Piccadilly Circus, Trafalgar Square and London's most famous shopping district, is part of central London. Nearby, Chelsea is an expensive residential area and Hackney is a working-class district. They're all parts of London. In spite of its age, central London does not have very many old buildings. The city itself was burnt to the ground in the terrible fire of 1666 and was almost totally re rebuilt after it. 
Large parts of London were also rebuilt in the 19th century and have been rebuilt again since then for different reasons. Charles Dickens, the author of Oliver Twist, left us with terrible descriptions of the conditions in which the poor of London lived and worked in these days. Millions of people worked in the great city and with its docks, its offices and shops and its services. Most were poor, living in squalid conditions. Some were, were very rich and a fair number belonged to the new middle classes. In this way, London, the biggest city in the world, was also the first modern city. It remained the world's biggest city until after the Second World War. Since then, it has continued to change but got smaller. But with over 7 million inhabitants, today's greater London is, with Paris, one of the two biggest cities in Europe and also one of the most fascinating. Um, we have many parts of London. We have tourists that go to the West End with its shops and cinemas, theatres and monuments. And this is really London's front window where the streets are clean and most people, including the tourists, have jobs and money to spend. In the small streets behind Regent Street, there are all sorts of specialist shops selling high quality products to those who can afford them. Um, two miles to the north of the city of Regent Street, the scene is quite different. Here you're in the inner city district of London, where many of the streets are dirty, shops look cheap and the people do not look rich. Some of these people obviously are not employed, some people live there and life is a little more difficult than it is in the central parts of London. Nonetheless, though these areas in London are poor, they can't be described as ghettos. Um, and whilst crimes could be above average in many parts of inner city, they're not dangerous areas. So there is a whole big variety of life in the city of London and, the, and London generally. And we have many areas that are so varied that it's fascinating to walk the streets and see everything that there is to see, but you need to do it by foot, by walking, uh, because there are many parts that you won't see if you're just in a taxi or on a bus. I hope you've enjoyed a little bit about uh, today's podcast, which is about London, and I look forward to speaking with you again. If you have any questions at all, please contact me on linda at englishpuzzlepodcast.co.uk. That's linda, L-I-N-D-A, at englishpuzzlepodcast.co.uk. Thank you.